Hey, motherfuckers. Pardon this interruption for one second as I give one of my usual disclaimers that's very necessary to say. Look, I might talk real good sometimes, but please know that I am just a traumatized motherfucker like you. I research trauma, I relate my own discoveries to our shared experiences, and I share my own reflections on this roller coaster life that I think most of us have known as complex PTSD. But I'm not a professional. I am a master's student in behavioral science. I am a former cellular biologist. I am okay at relaying words that describe the baffling experiences of living with disintegrated, obsessive, and attentionally disordered trauma brains that tend to be riddled with anxiety, depression, and self-fucking destruction. And I'm very, very happy to help in any way that I can. But that's it. As part of our trauma patterning challenges, I think sometimes we get into trauma danger territory when expectations for our shared connections get a little too high. Read every codependent relationship and narcissistic problem in our pasts. Am I right? Yeah. That's it, fuckers. I'm saying I can't counsel you. I can't give you advice without a shrug that comes with. I also can't read your mind or avoid every single person's every trigger. I cannot address every human's individual circumstances. I can only speak from my perspective, from the research, and from those stories that are shared in the traumatized motherfuckers community. Everything else is sort of up to you which I realize is a problem with all of the learned helplessness that we have with our trauma selves and with the tendency we have to believe that every person on this planet knows more than we do. But we all got to do it. So, hey, I think that you should start at the beginning of the show if you are still looking for some early trauma learnings. There's a lot to catch up on straight from my fucked up life to yours. But around here, my name is Jess. I'm just a traumatized motherfucker sharing the good news that you are not alone in feeling broken and damaged and doomed. And I'm here doing my best to support your recovery while I also still have to tackle and manage my own. So I can't wait to meet you and to hang out with you in the community, to see you on the Instagram page, and to keep on this trauma brain-busting journey together. You are not the only one who's always felt this way, and you don't have to wander this alone. But let's get to it, all right? Cheers, fuckers. What's up, motherfuckers? It's your girl Jess here. It's the day after the 4th of July. I guess you could call that the 5th of July. And I've been shaking off a little hangover all day, dealing with some weirdy stuff in life, and trying to feel okay about it. So, you know, 
what's the best thing that I can do? Uh, trying to be productive and not worry too much about the other things that have thrown me for a bit of a loop. I'm hoping to just record a quick podcast here today about using a different emotion for motivation besides feeling weirdsies. Anger. I think a lot of people are maybe thrown off by the idea because we're taught that anger is only a negative emotion, which I'm not arguing with, but I also think that it can be used in its own way and in a way that will actually benefit your life if you know how to do it the right way. So I just wanted to read a quick post that I haven't made yet, which is called Using Anger for Trauma Recovery Motivation. It's in line with a lot of the copy that's on the website about getting pissed and getting proactive and leveraging your past to finally make a better future. You know, a lot of my initial mental health coping and reorienting came from a place of anger and subsequent determination to right those wrongs. I've talked about it before and I've written a lot for the site from this outraged standpoint, but To be honest with you, I don't know if I've explained it very well. So let's do a quick correction, clarification on the purpose of anger in trauma recovery. Because the world doesn't need more indulgently angsty energy floating around. This is how anger was a useful part of my trauma recovery. In the beginning, there was only darkness. At the times when I was first dipping my toe into taking control of my mental health, getting accountable, integrating all my experiences, and forgiving myself, I wasn't in a, quote, centered or peaceful place. Lord, nah. I was in a dark, angry, shit-filled pit. I felt frantic and overwhelmed all the time. And I mean, from the moment I wake up until I exhausted myself to sleep. I didn't feel open to absorbing new information or enacting new mental health practices. I wasn't ready to hear a lot of the higher level ideas about forgiveness or hope. Motherfucker, I was just a shut down, highly emotionally condensed, terrified little ball of undealt with feelings and memories. When you're in this swirling shitstorm of anxiety and self-brutalization and fear, I mean, I dare you to look on the bright side or center yourself or get present so that you can start learning how to change your brain and behavior and life. Get fucked. This place of calm learning and slow reacting and steady perseverance that's splattered across the well-intentioned interwebs. It's just not accessible for more than a few seconds at a time before another intrusive thought comes storming in to change the subject. But 
you know what emotion I always could access? Being pissed right off. I've certainly had that in my back pocket for my entire fucking life. Talk about accessible emotions. I had been living with so much anger for so many years. I never thought that it was something I could direct or leverage for good. But as I learned about trauma through slowly starting to consume new media, audiobooks namely, I came to realize that it was okay to be mad about my circumstances. These events had, after all, contributed to this miserable brain that I didn't choose for myself. Why shouldn't I be a bit riled? Emotions are just energy. And I had a burning, hot, searing energy inside of me. Plus, I mean, anger was an early emotion that I could actually harness and direct just by pushing my thoughts to one place or another. So looking back at my early life and feeling betrayed and forgotten and utterly set on a path of lifelong destruction, that worked. Or looking at my current life and feeling resentful for the asshole who was concurrently telling me that he cared about my trauma recovery while simultaneously doing everything he could to trigger me. Yeah, that makes me pretty pissed. Or looking at myself and wondering how the fuck I let myself become this lost, pathetic poot of a human being. That'll get it stirred up. Anger and indignance are mentioned time and time again in my ramblings because these are accessible emotions that I can always manage to reach, even in times of extreme anxiety. Being overwhelmed and agitated is only a jump skip from finding burning anger deep inside my belly. And thanks to my obsessive thought patterns, it's a difficult flame to extinguish once it lights up. Now, I couldn't say that about the flowery places of hope and self-reliance or forgiveness. Those were out of reach or fastly fleeting. And if you can't find perspective-changing states of mind, well, how do you see the path to even start changing your world? That's the benefit of anger and anger indignance. Now, don't get me wrong, these emotions are deleterious over time. You don't want to be that irrationally upset old fart who sits who shits on the entire world as they cling to life for 95 years, torturing everyone around them for their perceived injustices over all of them. I felt like this person even as a 14-year-old girl. Don't be that dude. But in the short term, actually, these feelings can be used to create certainty and devotion. And now I'm, I'm really not even fucking original with this statement. If you want more information on leveraging your anger for recovery, I really recommend no matter what you check out Pete Walker's book, complex trauma from thriving to surviving. 
But before you dive into that super healing audiobook, just think about it. What are some of your most long-lasting emotions? Like right now, can you think of someone who slighted you 10 years ago? And can you still drum up that rage? Yeah, I mean, I can. And that fucker can burn in hell, even a decade down the line. All the positive feelings and memories faded long ago, but that upset is still very accessible. It does a great job of keeping you away from the folks who fucked you in the past. That's probably by evolutionary design. But anger is a powerful, lasting, driving emotion. It just has a bad rap, but it can be used for good. By setting an anchor in my past, like a moment or a particular sensation that I can easily revisit when I was feeling powerful and determined. Well, I can reset my brain during difficult times when I start to slip into old, defeatist, pathetic patterns. And then instead of letting an anxiety drive me batty or trauma drive me off the edge of no return, I can bring my attention back to a moment of extreme resolve and clarity in my past. I can feel the solidarity, sorry, the solidity of the emotion, and I can use it to move myself forward. Also, an inherent trait of mine, pissiness. Oh, it can be motherfucking powerful when it's used for matters other than snapping at my loved ones. You know what trauma sufferers lack? Ongoing autonomy and belief in themselves. You know what anger offers? Continuing motivation that doesn't want to be dampened. Fuck the people who imparted your early traumatic experiences. Screw your ex who caused so much damage to your mental health. Drive off a fucking bridge. Everyone who said you couldn't do it or you weren't good enough. How dare they determine so much of your life? You never were meant to be this sad, socially doomed creature. You're meant to do great things, and I'll be motherfucked if anyone is going to stop you. You're not a victim, or a plaything, or a pawn in their own narrative of unresolved trauma. You're yourself. You're a strong, smart, accomplished human being. And you have so much more to do, despite a rocky start with bad hiking partners. You're one motherfucker, and anyone who says otherwise can fuck right off. So try it out. Let it go. Let's wrap it up. Next time your brain is feeling anxiously disorganized, can you tap into outrage and personal conviction to refocus that spotlight? Can you make one strong decision based on what you know you deserve and the frustration over all the ways you've been held back by others and by mental health and by yourself? Can you turn pain into confident determination? You fucking can. Just remember, you're not fostering anger for an entire lifetime from this moment forward. That is not what I'm telling you. 
forgiveness is going to need to come into play or you will have a whole host of other mental and physical issues to deal with. I want to make that clear. But during the trauma recovery journey, forgiveness is a new skill that you'll have to learn to develop in order to quiet your inner critic and process the past. So, you know, in order to get to the place where you're capable to feel and process and release your past, I personally happen to think it's okay to be a little hellion. Determine your purpose, let anger drive decision, and get productive. Don't let trauma cloud your thinking for another wasted day. Get mad and work towards being who you were always meant to be. You traumatized motherfucker, you. it guys just my little spiel on using anger for good really this post and a lot of this message was born out of my roots in my early punk rocker experiences I connected with Midwest and Chicago punk when I was younger and all of the spit and piss and vinegar in the lyrics and in the actual music that they produce it always gave me this sense of empowerment. It let me know that it was okay to be outraged and to have these complicated feelings. And it connected me with other people who felt a lot of the same things. And to this day, I still am into that same genre of music, even though I'm a grown fucking adult now, at least according to my birthday. I still go back to that place when I was a young, outraged, completely socially distanced and pretty fucked up teenager. And I had no one and nothing, or at least that's how it felt. And those were the days when I learned to be angry and to use it for some form of good, to use it for connecting to use it for my own self-acceptance and for finding a community that accepted me and for getting out a lot of the things that I was feeling inside, living in a home with addicts and violence and circumstances that were completely out of my control, attending a high school with kids who thought it was cool to pretend they were uneducated country hicks to express racism, to put other people down, including me, to be stuck in classes with those fuckers all day long when I was bored out of my mind and capable of so much more. The days when I was working shitty retail jobs and getting kicked around by my manager's and every customer who walked in the door, being the punching bag for people who were having bad days. And yeah, all of that on top of the inherent anger I felt about my life circumstances. My earlier years with parents who didn't have their shit together. My years I was still enduring at that point with my oldest brother 
stealing all our shit and overdosing all the time and taking any dollar we did have either through theft or through being bailed out of jail. All of the chaos that wasn't my fucking choice and all of the ways that I saw society just moving on without me. No place for me and no hope of understanding. That's when I found my my roots in anger. That's when I dove into my angst and first got into the sad emotions of emo, screamo shit before Midwest and Chicago punk took over my life. And I didn't have to feel so strange about my anger anymore or pretend it wasn't there. There was music, there was lyrics, there was community that showed me that it was. And there was also quite an outlet for all of my inner turmoil when I could scream these lyrics back at my fucking heroes, punch a few people in the back of the head in the pit, and, not gonna lie, start my unfortunate foray into early alcoholism, drinking in alleyways and fucking around with my friends. I say all of this because it relates to anger. It's the message of the post and it is a lot of the underlying motivation of traumatized motherfuckers. If you haven't seen all the artwork on the site, my personal work and the things I've commissioned, uh, it's definitely got that punker feel to it. And that's for a reason. Because those were my early days and my roots. And I finally recently completed a really long post that I'm pretty happy with and also embarrassed about at the same time. That's titled Punk Rock Saved My Life, which sounds fucking stupid, but again, not even an original thought. It's a goddamn Frank Turner song. <laughs> uh, so I'm really excited to finally get that out because it's been kicked around in my head for a long time now. And to this day, I'm still screaming back those same lyrics, finding hope and community in the genre and using it to motivate my journey and motivate my writing and to motivate this whole goddamn project. I'm excited to show it to people whether or not they're ready for it. And if you're interested, I also have started a playlist on Spotify called Traumatized Motherfuckers. And it's all of, I shouldn't say all, it's some of my songs that I could quickly come up with that rooted my anger and my aggression and my frustration with the world in something larger. Things that make me feel better and worse and cathartic and nostalgic and frustrated all at once. And I think that the tone of the songs might be a bit empowering to other people if they haven't dipped their toe into this aggressive and indignant fucking world of punk. 
So I don't know. Check it out if you're looking for some grating kind of difficult music. <laughs> but it feels really therapeutic when you blast it and you call yourself a traumatized motherfucker. And you know that you're not goddamn alone. All right, guys. Sorry for this ramble at the end. I hope that some of this was helpful and it makes a little more sense out of this confusing emotion that we all try to avoid. This is how to use anger to motivate your trauma recovery because you'll always be able to piss yourself off. <laughs> all right, later fuckers. I'm going to go keep nursing this hangover. Bye. Joke is, we're winning when you blow.